You're listening to episode 32 of Caucus Talk, your source for culture, history, and tourism in the North Caucasus, mountains of Russia. My name's Andrew. And my name is Eli. And I just have to say, I like the sound of 32. I mean, I don't want to just say I'm impressed with us because that's a little shallow, but I feel like we're clipping right along, Andrew. It's one of the, 32 is one of the common numbers of great NBA basketball players. Okay. <laughs> I was, do they, so that's what I associate. Do they get to choose their numbers when they're great? Yeah. Uh, they all get to choose their numbers. And if two people want the same number, then they just have to work it out man to man? Probably. Or the better player so gets what he wants. There's, um, there's some research that needs to be done there. Wherefore the 32? Hmm. Yeah. It's a nice number, yeah. four times eight. I've always I'm liked always 32. Up, I'm always up for some good research. You certainly are. 32 is also a great nine-hole golf score. That I would never know. And I've never shot it. Though I did play frisbee golf with my sons the other day in like a little neighborhood street, and we only hit a few houses. So okay. I, that's a, I count that as a win. Part of playing Frisbee golf is hitting things. That so. is actually all of Frisbee golf, just the right things. <laughs> well, um, we are going to uh, return to our ongoing macro series of In Their Own Words. Today, yes. we've taken a, a few weeks off to feature some other things, but we're back with some more interviews. And this, uh, today's episode is all about, very close to my heart, all about Dagestan. Dagestan, not Dagestan. Not Dagestan. Dagestan. Dag Nabbit. There's no dag in Dagestan. Dad Gummit. And um, we got a great interview with a local, a good friend of ours. Um, but we also have a couple news minutes, minutos. Yes. This, this, this is a all Dagestan episode. All right. So I'll go first on the news minute. Um, if any of you read, this was pretty high profile. So in August, there was a story on the National Geographic website. I don't know if it was in the magazine or not, but it was all about one of the famous and greatest pastimes in Dagestan, which is tightrope walking. Yes. Let me just read the opening. You know, the opening's always got to be the hook, but just it's, it's well-written and amazingly photographed. I'm ready. With wild-sounding woodwinds and pounding drums of a Dagestani folk song blaring, a slender young man dressed in an embroidered vest, white shirt, and close-fitting trousers grips a 20-foot titanium pole for balance and steps off a tiny platform 12 feet above the bare wooden stage. With consummate grace, he saunters out onto the wire. Looking straight ahead, he launches into a folk dance on the wobbling cable so and it goes on so this is um that was great thank you snap clap can we can we like send this to national geographic to have them like do a voice dub over (laughs) if you'd like to contact me about reading your articles don't know if you've heard of us (laughs) but uh um yeah this is just a really beautifully documented um article about this pastime that lives on and it's crazy um because these guys they do it in these beautiful costumes they do it with with metal urns on their head they'll do it two they'll do like two guys with a wooden plank between their shoulders and a girl standing on the plank all of them on the wire no nets wow 
And uh, do you want to know what the article says was the origin of tightrope walking in Dagestan, Andrew? Any guess? Please, uh, um, I would guess it probably had to do with something in the mountains and yeah. walking yeah. walking across like abysses yeah. where there was yes. no bridge or something. They say that it started wow. for warriors to cross like from cliff to cliff in these villages to get there <laughs> faster. Wow. You know, everyone wants that shorter commute to work. <laughs> and when the battle's just across the gorge. Yeah. Dude. Um, have you ever seen in a movie when a guy is being chased to the edge of a cliff? Have you ever seen somebody tightrope walk to the other side? Yeah, we need to do that. And Come on. But this, this actually make happens. Make that movie. Um, but just to wrap <laughs> it up, one of the really interesting things that they focus in on is fear. And fear of heights and fear of falling. Um, wow. And how these, these tightrope walkers like, deal with that. Um, so it's really fascinating. Some of them do it blindfolded. blindfolded. Some do it with their feet tied together. I mean, these My guys goodness. are pretty legit. And uh, it just lives so, on in the mountain villages. Man. Yeah. Let me ask, does the article say, is, there, is it one, a specific Dagestani nationality that's famous Ooh. for this? Uh, it says a village of Chok uh, is where it's highlighting this. And I didn't okay. yeah, that's up in read the every single word to see if there was a particular people group. Do you know this one? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. I think it's probably a few. There's one town where it's like supposedly the most. Okay. Uh, yeah. The answer is I don't really know. Yeah, because li- the reason I ask listeners is they say there's around 35 to 40 different languages and distinct peoples in Dagestan. And so um, your guess literally is as good as ours, which of those peoples it could be. We'll get back I'm, to you I'm that. skimming the article now, but a yeah, great question. So well, that'll be in the, in the show notes. You can also just, yeah, I'm sure search for it, nationalgeographic.com. So there's your shout out, Natty G. Little little that reciprocity was, <laughs> would not be uh, would be welcome. So that was a uh, that was a great news you. minute, and it's a good reminder. The reason we do these news minutes is just to show you, listeners. There, there's every week. There's positive news out there on the internet being published on very reputable magazines and websites about the North Caucasus, and but. You probably didn't see that at the top of your newsfeed, you know? And so we want to be a source for that. So, yeah, the world can know more about some of the cool things happening here. Speaking, Speaking of which. Speaking of which. The world stage. Something is, something is happening soon that could forever. Forever what? Okay. Change. Change the world's perception of the Ooh. North Caucasus. I said it. I, I said it. So, listeners, October 6th is, they're saying this is going to be the biggest fight in UFC history, the ultimate fighting championship. And it's going to be Conor McGregor. He's a real famous uh, fighter from Ireland. Some of you probably watched last year. He fought boxing legend Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. But this is the match everybody's been waiting for. He is fighting. Dagestani Habib Nurmagomedov. Whoa. October 6th, pay-per-view. 
Uh, I think it's uh, 9 p.m. Las Vegas time. I mean, Vegas we've time. talked about this. We've we've kind of featured some of the the back and forth and the trash yes. talk. And I mean, this has yes. like been fom- fomenting. Yeah, and it's huge because these are the two most famous and like well known fighters in kind of the UFC MMA sport. Um, everybody's wanting, been wanting to see them fight. Um, and it's happening. It's kind of McGregor's return back to the UFC. He hasn't fought a match in like Mm -hmm. two years. Um, and so anyways, it's going to be awesome. What's really exciting to me is I think this is the biggest worldwide platform a person from the North Caucasus has ever had in history. That's big. I don't think I'm misspeaking because like everybody is into the sport all over the world, especially because McGregor is such a big name. There are going to be hundreds of millions of people watching this match. And uh, it's just a really great opportunity for Habib Nurmagomedov to represent the North Caucasus, Dagestan, and even more specifically the Avar nation uh, to the world. So yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, It's definitely going to be the first MMA match that I've ever pay-per-viewed watch but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna get some people (laughs) with me that's awesome so anyways uh we'll probably post some more about that on our facebook page here in uh the upcoming weeks leading up to the match um cool yeah and then uh of course we're gonna keep talking about it especially if habib wins we're gonna keep talking about it um great man so yeah that's good news minute i'm excited now this this guy that we interviewed uh, from Dagestan, he's no Habib Nurmagomedov, but he's a great good guy. guy good friend. Let's hear from him. <laughs> Without further ado, this is a great interview from a local Dagestani, um, Meet Hassan. At long last, we have a special guest <sighs> hailing from the beautiful land of Dagestan. Let's give it up. For our good friend, Hassan. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Caucus Talk Studio, Hassan. Well, thanks for, for the invitation. <laughs> Thank you for coming. For those of you who are interested, it is after ten at night. <laughs> yes. We're we're going on burning the candle above. Chai and here. chai and sugar here. That's right. So man, I am excited about this episode. Dagestan is a special part of the North Caucasus. And it's sp- special to it's special to my heart. Yeah, and mine. And and mine. And Hassan's. And mine. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hassan's yeah. I'm just going to shut up now. Uh, so, uh, Hassan, tell our listeners, we've got people from all over the world listening. Um, tell us a little about who you are, how old you are, what you're doing in life right now. Okay. So, hi, everybody. My name is Hassan. First of all, I want to... I want to apologize for for my for my language, you yeah, know. Get out of here. <laughs> so modest, <laughs> so modest. because yeah, uh, if you if you look to if you look to previous episodes and editions, uh, there was a guy, <laughs> Nauruz, <laughs> close friend, Khalid, close friend, episode four, Don't close friend of mine. In. So yeah, so he's. Uh, I mean, my level is not. <laughs> My level is not as good as his level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he puts us all to shame. No, Khalid, he's a freak of nature, man. His, his English, English is, is so no, good. No offense, Khalid. <laughs> he, he's not listening. He's not. 
<laughs> so yeah, so my name is Hassan, as you already <laughs> knew, <laughs> and I'm 22 from uh, Mahachkala, Republic of Dagestan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah straight out of Mahachkala. <laughs> I love it. So uh, I studied at Pedagorsk State University. Hello. Yeah, so I'm studying Arabic and English languages. Mm. Um, where else? Which one's harder? Arabic uh, or English? English. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. Really? <laughs> English. I, I don't know. Arabic. I feel I feel like Arabic is mine. You know, just it's mine. It's in your veins. In yeah, your it's in my veins. Definitely. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Don't take it personally. And you, no, that's just interesting to me. I mean, Uh, a lot of people I've talked to have consistently told me English is easier than this language or that language. Because, you know, uh, I I, I started to learn English uh, in the school. And so I've been studying it for 11 years. Yeah. Yeah, 11 years. And uh, I can say that my Arabic is on the same level. But okay. when did you first so, wow use so awesome. when did you first learn or listen to Arabic? It was it was for it was, reading the Quran or listening uh, to the Quran read. No, uh, it was on my first year, I suppose. Ah, yeah. at school. So yeah. at home, no one not, not, spoke Arabic or no, no, really? not at all, not at all. Yeah. There you go. Because you know, uh, when you assume you make my uh, my neighbors when uh, when I used to get small, when I used to be a small <laughs> a kid. Yeah. Uh, my neighbors, they were attending, um, you know what madrasa is? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. Reli- religious school. Yeah, like kind of religious Sunday school. Sunday school for, yeah. for Muslim kids. And yeah. everybody, everybody attended except me. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I don't know. My, my parents, they, they I, I don't know, they were uh, against it. Huh? So huh. maybe, I don't know. So what Would renewed you? your interest in Arabic? What And what do you hope to do with it? Um, so... Uh, I start, so my my major is a is a translator, uh-huh. but I'm not not gonna work as a as a translator, you know, because okay. it's a kind of hard work. Yeah, um, need to do something easy with your life for sure. Yeah, yeah, I need something <laughs> easy, easier. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to be a translator either. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too you know, hard. Future in podcasting. Oh, yeah. anyway, and <laughs> I don't know. Uh, because uh, you know I I'm hesitating hes- hesitating have so many ideas I know oh, yeah. the feeling yeah yeah because you're de- just in the beginning buddy yeah 22 <laughs> gonna get so worse. young we'll I see. remember those days we'll see in three, did podcast <laughs> even exist when I was 22 let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, well Hassan welcome to the show um, so you're from Dagestan yeah. Dagestan is the the eastern part of the North Caucasus on the coast of the Caspian Sea. It's the biggest republic in the North Caucasus. And the most diverse ethnically. It's, um, it's by far, I mean, in all senses of the word, the most interesting, I think. It's over 35, they say over 35 peoples, ethnicities. Do you have an exact number for us? How many uh, different languages? No, I don't have exact numbers, but I, I, uh, I suppose there are five major Right. Uh, ethnic groups. And those are? Uh, those are Avar, okay. Dargin, Kumug, uh, Lesgin, and, and Lak. Lak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, some scholars, they, uh, they relate uh, Tabasarans, 
Agus, Sahurs, sure. yeah. and all these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To lesbians. So, oh, okay. so related. Yeah. It's so like a language family kind of. That's why I'm saying it. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. But even so, like Tabasaran and yeah. Lesgin yeah. are distinct languages. Yeah. But they comp- like they can understand each other or not. Yeah. I, I think they are like because I've heard about this with the Avars too. Is there's like Karak and Andalal and these different Avar families, but yeah. today those are are different enough from main yeah. Avar that they're actually like different groups. Huh. Yeah, yeah. We should That's get. Right. We definitely we need to get a linguistic expert in here. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not that. <laughs> yeah, um, man. So so uh, growing up. By the way, what is your uh, ethnicity? Uh, Which so, of the Dagestani peoples so are you? So I'm Kumug. I mean, okay. my father is Kumug, but my mom she's Avar. Uh huh. Yeah, some half Kumug, half, like, but uh, you know, Avar. Uh, but in Dagestan or and in all Caucasus, if your father uh-huh. uh huh related, he's related to some yes nation. So yeah. you, that's who you are. Yeah, that's like who you, you are. go Take with your, your dads. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, so I'm Kumik. You Kumik. <laughs> yeah. And just for those who are know enough but not quite okay. enough. Okay. There's a difference between Kumuk and and Kumik. Kalmik. 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 Yeah. So I mean, this is really for myself because I was gonna. Right. I know. So they're very different and they look different. But there's Kumuk and Kalmik. Yeah. And Kalmik is more like like Central Asian looking. Yeah. Yeah. More like Mong- Mongol, Mongol looking. Yeah. And they're they're north of Dagestan. Yeah, they're right. north. Okay. But aren't yeah. And okay. they're Buddhist in background. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. Buddhist. They're Buddhist. So for those of you wondering, because I knew you're out there. All right. Yeah. Clarified. So so yeah. So like growing up, like uh-huh. how many your friends were they all Kumuk with you? Did you all only hang out with Kumuk? And were you aware as a kid, like this guy is that, this guy is that, this like how how did it feel? No, you know what? Uh, we are like brothers and sisters in Dagestan, no matter what huh. nation you are, no matter what, yeah. uh, what language do you speak. My friends, they all are, except for one. He's a, he's a Rotul. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So I don't, I don't have any Kumuk friend. <laughs> I don't know ah, why. Okay. <laughs> but so it, is, you grew it is up, worries, you know. You grew up in Mahachkala. In Mahachkala. Right? That's the capital. That's the that, capital. Isn't that the biggest city in the uh, Caucasus? I think it is. So, yeah. Uh, they say it's uh, with its suburbs, uh, one million. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In Mahachkala itself, kind of seven, uh, seventy hundred. Uh huh. Seven hundred thousand. Yeah. So wow. So you grew up in the capital city. So probably every Dagestani nationality. Plus other Caucasus nationalities, plus a good number of Russians live in Mahachkala, right? Yeah, and you know what? Um, at home, uh, I I speak Russian too, because um, as I said, my father he's Kumik. Oh my yeah, mom, she's Avar, so I speak Russian. We we speak Russian at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And I speak Kumik only when I uh, get to uh, my village. Mm-hmm. So, and just with my grandpas and grandmas. So I suppose your village is where your father's uh, roots, relatives are from, yeah. his roots. Yeah. yeah, but you identify that as your village, even though you never lived there. Yeah, yeah. And if you have children someday, will that be their village? Yeah, 
Yeah, it is. It's just their village. Yeah, huh. that's it's cool. That, that, that's how how it works in Dagestan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it really is so different from the rest of the Caucasus. It's amazing. <laughs> and we're we're here in Pitigorsk, kind of more central Caucasus, even western a little bit. So Dagestan's the farthest republic from us. So I feel a little removed from it in yeah. some senses. Yeah, it's so interesting talking about. You know about. what? It, it's really hard to find some other nationalities. I mean, not Dagestan nationalities as Kabardin, Kabardinian, and or Karachay uh-huh. or Ossetian in Dagestan. Okay. Yeah, it's very hard because we are the last republic. Right. Yeah, and my friends, they have no idea of. Uh, I, I mean, my friends who. Who who study in Mahachkala? Sure, sure. Yeah. So they they've never uh, seen they've never met uh, Kabardians wow. or wow. Assyrians. So they have no they've idea. They've never of, met them. No. So when you decided to come to pay, to Pitigorsk uh-huh. for college, yeah. How was how did that feel to your relatives and family? Was that normal or was it like oh he's going far away? No. Uh, it was uh, it, it was advice of my father. Yeah. Yeah. So. He he told me about uh, about the college, mm. and uh, I, I remember it was when I was in my ninth, uh, ninth fourth, grade. Yeah, yeah, ninth grade, and he 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 asked me just, "What are you gonna do? <laughs> what, what, what are you? What, I don't know, Dad. What do you what, think what I should I, do? <laughs> what I what I keen on? I yeah, said yeah. I said I don't know. He said, "Do you wanna do you wanna study law?" Do I want to study medicine? Do I want to study economics? I wow. said, no, <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> so uh, what about languages? I said, languages? Uh, why not? Because I was good at English that time. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not right now. I'm not. <laughs> you but can that, listen. That time I was. You obviously have a knack for languages. Uh, yeah, yeah. You flatter me. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was my father's idea. So when you came here to Pitigorsk, uh, this is mainly a city made up of Russians and Armenians, but of course, there's a good number of Caucasus nationalities too, especially the universities in the middle. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, what was it like for you moving here from Dagestan? Talk about some of the differences. Uh, at first time, uh, it was I don't know. I didn't like it. Hmm. I didn't like Petigorsk and people around. I don't know, but uh, step by step. Like, yeah, uh, I started to um, dive in this culture. Sure. Yeah. And uh, at my first year, I was living with, uh, I don't know, maybe you guys know him, Eldar. Mm. He's a Kabardian. Um, oh, yeah. Tall yeah. guy. Yeah, tall guy. Yeah, his English yeah. is really good. Yeah. So I was living with him. Almost as good as yours. That's yeah, we have, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, we were, uh, he was my roommate. Yeah. And yeah, we we make friends, so we we made friends. Yeah. So he, right now he's one of the, my closest friends, mm. and I mean, uh, because of him, uh, I knew Kabardians like uh, okay, the, uh, and, yeah, and so on. Then I met Tahir's uh, Tahir, right. and he's I Balkan. mean, yeah, he's Balkarian, and because of him, I knew. What, Balkarian? So yeah. before you came, had you met Kabardine or, or Balkarian? And did you have, how did you feel about meeting a Kabardine or like having a roommate who's Kabardine and uh, Balkarian? See a big smile on your face. Of all, first of all, their language, you know. Right. You know, guys, yeah, their language. I mean, it, uh, I was laughing 
too much. Like, <laughs> just how it sounds? The yeah, how it covered sounds. Covered in language. Yeah. Oh, interesting. How it sounds, yeah. So, so this is interesting. These are two guys, two caucuses guys yeah, who meet so, at college. so interesting. And you, it sounds like what you're saying is you both, you felt really foreign. Like, this guy felt, like, really strange and different to yeah. you. Yeah. And so, and you never met anyone. And we're talking a few hundred miles, you yeah. know, between the cities. Yeah. And for someone on the outside, five hours by car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine even for Russians on the outside looking in, obviously they have a different sense than than I do. But I would think maybe some of them would think like, oh, Caucasus guys probably all get along and know each other. But certainly yeah. from a, like a foreigner, yeah, we had no, you know, no that idea is really that interesting. There's, there's such a cultural difference. Yeah, and I don't know, but uh, first of all. Maybe because we are all uh, Muslims. Mm. Uh, I mean, people from Dagestan, Tajikistan, yeah. Kabardino, Balkaria, and uh, when you, when I just first saw when I met him, I said "Salam alaikum." He said "Waalaikum salam." <laughs> I mean, There's a connection. Yeah, 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 definitely. We 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 got started. <laughs> That's great, so, yeah. man. It was. It was really good. Do you want to know something? I might totally cut this out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was helping a friend buy a carpet. Buy a carpet? Cover. Okay, okay. Got it. And I greeted the carpet salesman, assalamu alaikum. And huh? he said, alaikum assalam. But we obviously were foreigners. We were all speaking in English. And I was helping them, because they're new here, I was helping them decide. And he quotes the price of the carpet, 18000 I was like, 18000 Uh And I told him, I was like, it's really expensive and... And I didn't say anything to the salesman. And uh-huh. after a few minutes of us discussing and them thinking about it, he said to me, just in passing, he's like, well, you greeted me with assalamu alaikum, so I'll make it 12000 Wow. <laughs> wow. And he just kept going. I was like, dang, I got to remember to do that. No. That's so interesting. It was so interesting. I'd yeah. never seen that. I wouldn't. Ex- you know, I didn't expect that. I wasn't trying to like <laughs> right. discount. Just, you know connecting on yeah in his way and he seemed to really appreciate it huh. he, he so there's a lot there even in a greeting like that he was where, where from he was covered in covered in okay yeah, he's covered in wow <laughs> so there connection. you go connection connection <laughs> Man. so yeah. let's talk a little about dagestan hassan okay so they say that minimum there's 35 different languages there uh so in this it's this, I don't know the geography, what it's comparable to, maybe New Jersey or something. It's oh, the not, size of it? Yeah, it's not a huge strip of land. But there's 35 different languages and distinct cultural groups. Um, are the different cultures, like you mentioned the five ones, yeah. Avars, Kumuks, uh, Lesgins, Dargins, and Laks, are they very different from each other in their traditions and how they live? Obviously, there's probably a lot of similarities, but what are the things that make them different, and is it noticeable? Okay, uh, first of all, uh, language, because uh-huh. uh, all these uh, ethnic groups they speak different languages, right? Different, I mean, different at all. Yeah, like we have uh, we have the same words, but uh, I mean, from Arabic or maybe from Turkish, right? But yeah, I mean. It's kind of ninety percent are different. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh, 
this is, I mean, a uh, major point. Okay, okay. Then, uh, speaking about customs and traditions, mm. uh, practically, it's kind of the same. Mm, but, I don't know, if, uh, if Hakim was here, <laughs> I mean... He he definitely would tell you about his uh, I mean our traditions because uh-huh. uh, uh, I'm Kumuk yeah and uh, Kumuk they they live in the seashore yeah that's why uh-huh. they they're called Kumuks because Kum is a uh, sand oh okay yeah, so yeah uh, they live in the flat uh-huh. like northern Dagestan yeah yeah, no, yeah. and Dargins Laks of ours, Dargins, they live, they all live in mountain. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, they're mountainous. Uh-huh. The Highlanders. I'm not, yeah. Highlanders, or how, how do you call them? Yeah, know. that's right. Yeah. Gorci, Gorci, Highlanders, yeah. yeah. And do you feel that that affects their differences because of that culturally? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because um, I, I just can't explain you, but uh, I feel it. Like, we are not the same. You know? Wow, that's really yeah. interesting. It's like when you, I think, I think we even when we talk about the Caucasus, we kind of infer that everybody are is Highlanders or Mountain people. That's a good point. But actually, there's several uh, nationalities here in the Caucasus that live in the plains in the, or the the flatlands. Right. So you mentioned the Kumuk people. Kumuk. That's in northern Dagestan. Yeah. Also, so what other don't the Nogai people live kind of in the more north flatlands in Dagestan? Yeah. Nogai in Dagestan. So I, I think it's just only two yeah. Nogais and Kumuks. Yeah. Historically, I mean. Okay. And then even here, um, I think the Kabardines uh, primarily yeah. live, Kabardines, Cherkes, Adige primarily live in the flatlands. Yeah. Um, so not everybody actually lives in the yeah, mountains. Yeah, because that's why in previous time we. We we got connection with Kabadians, right? Uh, Cherkes, uh, that's why. And we there were there were a war between us, you know. But who was this between? Uh, Kumuk and Kabadians, like kind of small wars. Wow. You know? Okay. Yeah. Which century was this? Uh, I think it's kind of sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Yeah. And Since so, then, you and Eldar have made up your differences and yeah. become friends. <laughs> Put it behind. Let bygones be bygones. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, what I'm saying is, Kumuk, Kumuks, they 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 live not only in Dagestan. Okay. They live also in Chechnya. Okay. You know, in Gudermes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a village in Chechnya, mm-hmm. which is called uh, Braguni okay. in Russian, but in Kumuk we say Boragan. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we call it Boragan. So it's in Chechnya. Okay. Then in North Ossetia, uh, there is. Uh, City, or a kind of small town, uh, Mazdok. Okay. And there were two village, two villages. Uh, one of them is uh, Kislar. Uh-huh. And the second, I, I forgot the, the name of the second. I met a Kumuk guy, from, from, Shamil, from one of those villages. Yeah. From Mazdok, yeah. yeah. So, huh. uh, historically, yeah, you know, we, you, 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 you may fi- fi- find us not only in Dagestan. Right, <laughs> right. right. Wow. So would you say the primary, if you were having to describe, kind of categorize Dagestani peoples, would you say the main difference would be 
people who live in the flatlands and people who live in the mountains? Or would there be other differences too? Because like Dagestan is a kind of a vertical country. Like are people in the north different from people in the south? Um, any other differences that you can think of? Um, for me, it's hard because uh, uh, I was grown up in Machkala. Mm-hmm. You know, you can find every nation, every ethnic group right. in Machkala. Right. And uh, it's kind of it's kind of hard to uh, to save, you know, your uh, ethnic mm-hmm. um, preserve it, yeah, yeah, heritage and and your culture, right? Uh, in such big cities, that's true. Because yeah, you know, and in right now in Mahachkala, you may find that if you speak your language on the streets, uh, the surrounders. Surrounders, they they may they may think that you just just came from the from from village. You know? Wow! Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of they look like down on you a yeah, little bit. And it's, I mean, nobody, uh, nobody um, speaks their language. Oh, in Machkala, in, in, in Machkala, yeah, right on the streets. Yeah, because it makes. So you're saying it it's it's a sign to other people that you haven't really joined. Like yeah, society kind of like you're still in a village mindset, or yeah, 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 kind of. Just you just came from a village. Well, and there too, there's so many nationalities. It makes sense. Russian has to be kind of the right. unifying language. Yeah, but um, before before Russian, it was a Kumuk language. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, in, uh, in Mahachkala. Yeah, you know, linguists call it lingua franca. Yeah, uh, I mean, in the place where. Uh, Lots of different ethnic groups. Sure. Yeah. The trade language. Yeah. The trade language. Yeah. It was Kumuk. It was Kumuk. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So huh. in, so ours, Dargins, Lesgins, Lux, they all knew Kumuk language. Wow. This yeah. was how many centuries ago? <laughs> century, I feel like I'm century always, ago, man. I'm always asking this question to Caucasus people. How many centuries ago was that? Know, not years of century. But you That's said so just, just 100 years 19th ago. 19th century. Like years ago. Yeah. Wow. You know, very cool. I'm gonna test that piece of knowledge on my Dagestani friends. Okay, <laughs> bring it <laughs> on. I Go was ahead, told man. that the most important language in Dagestan is Kumuk. Was can you was, either yeah. confirm or, or deny or this, Andrew? I have a quiz for you. Yeah. Okay. So there are about, and maybe a quiz for you. Okay. There are, uh, and I've I, this is knowledge I've received from multiple sources. I've cross referenced it. Yeah. I could be wrong. So, assuming there are 35 different ethnic national groups in Dagestan, uh-huh. how many specific kinds of Lesginka are there? Oh, my. In Dagestan. I'm just going to guess a number. So. Let Andrew guess first. Okay. okay. 11. What 11? do you think? Uh, That's a total guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me think. 20 something. 32. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That means there are only three, according to dance people, there's only three dance people people that are <laughs> you that uh, overlap enough that they say it's not distinct. But for wow. almost everyone, there is something that qualifies its own, its own distinct form of lesginka. That's fascinating. It's fascinating. That's 
that's just that's cool. looking back at the Lizginka trivia there. Man, that, that's because you sound Italian, Lizginka. Yes, <laughs> that's true. He's a Lizginka guy. Right. Hey, we love it. So Hassan, um, let me ask about Dagestani languages real quick, okay. and then we'll move move on from that. But if you look at all the different kind of language groups in the Caucasus, you have the uh, Circassian language group, Kabardian language group. You've got Turkish languages, uh, which Turkic. Turkic, Turkic, sorry, Turkic. You're right. Yeah. So in Dagestan, that includes Kumuk, Nogai, Nogai uh, Azerbaijani, and then Azerbaijani, uh, yeah, and yeah. then because we got Azerbaijanis uh, for sure in the, in the south. south. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Balkar and Karachai. Balkar and Karachai. And then um, I know, like, right, Uzbek is also uh, Uzbek, and I mean, all the Central uh, Asian, Okumiks, uh, Karachai. Uh, Karachai, Malkar, and uh, Crimean. I mean, yeah, Crimean Tatar. Tatar, yeah, from, yeah. from, from Crimea. Uh, they are closest. Yeah. Turkic. So Turkic. you've got the Tur- the Circassian language group, the Turkic language group, uh, Assetian is its own language group. It's all, yeah. Yeah. It's you have the Vainak, which is like Chechen, Ingush, Vainak. And then it's basically called the Dagestani language group. Yeah, and which is all like these languages. Yeah, but they're not necessarily related to. And they're not related. So, <laughs> how did that happen? I mean, and they we, say they say Dagestan is like the linguistics like playground, basically. Yeah. Like this, the linguists. This is where they want to go. It is. What can you speak to that? Yeah, of? we need an answer, and we expect you to give it to us. Uh, you know what, guys? It's kind of quiz for me because uh, I don't know. I really don't know because uh, you know what may happen in Dagestan, a village, uh-huh. uh, like uh, let's say is some uh, our our village, and in twenty kilometers there is another village, and they can don't they 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 cannot understand each other at Amazing. all at all. And that's uh, like all throughout and you the country. And you just can't Republic. explain it. You just can't yeah. explain it. I don't know. Wow. It's, I don't know, really. We, we've got to get uh, an, an academic, some kind of scholar oh, yeah. who specializes in Dagestani languages. Who plays in the playground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that, that's so interesting. Huh. And I don't know. It's really hard to explain, I, I think, even for linguists. Because, you know, there is, I, I think there is no place on the earth uh, with such diversity. Diversity. Do you know, I mean, one of the first things I heard about the Caucasus and specifically Dagestan is some people by way of comparison said it's like the Papua, Papua New Guinea of Europe because in the island of Papua New Guinea, you have what they would call stone age tribes, people who have been there forever. Uh-huh. And then just like here, a village in a little valley and the mm. only thing they know, this is extreme, but these guys are, all they know of the universe is like their valley. And no one has ever even been outside. They didn't know that there was something on the other side of the mountain. And, yeah. you know, and then the, over there's another group and over there's another group. And, and then, you know, in the last two centuries, people have gone in. And I think it's not quite that intense anymore in Dogson, but it's that feeling. Right. Yeah. Man. That's so cool. Amazing. Huh? Yeah. So we'll switch gears here. Dagestan is an incredibly beautiful place. Um, it has some of the most 
unique kind of geographic features and historical features in the Caucasus. Uh, what are some of your favorites, favorite places in Dagestan? If you could recommend to our listeners okay. what they should come see. Okay. For, okay. So let's say it's Gunib. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, it's uh, our village. It's an our village. And uh, why Gunib? Uh, yeah, Gunib. But no, how come? Why Why would you recommend Gunib? Gunib because uh, because of its view. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's uh, uh, kind of historical place. Yeah. For Dagestan people. For Dagestanians. Mm-hmm. So this is up in the mountains. I think it's yeah. called the Gunib Plateau or something. Gunib Plateau, yeah. Wow. Um, maybe their band. Okay. Because it's uh, the oldest, <laughs> the oldest town yeah. in Russia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they say so. I don't know. Right. So I just remembered uh, a question. I have to ask this, and then we'll we'll wrap things up. So, Dagestan in the west, Nor Norbi Magomedov, uh, the is like basically the the best known Caucasus person in the world. The world. And in America, he might be the only Caucasus person that people know. That yeah. he's the number one MMA fighter, ultimate fighter, ultimate fighting champion, and he's from Dagestan. He's uh, Avar, right? Yeah, he's Avar. Okay, so because of how popular he's gotten, and all how popular US, UFC and MMA has gotten in the West, there's lots of articles now being written about kind of the fighting culture in Dagestan yeah. and how boys grow up wrestling, boxing, etc. Yeah. Can you speak to that, like? Is there kind of like this tough guy culture? And talk about it's that place in in Dagestan. Yeah, right now, as you said, it's getting more popular and popular. Okay. Yeah, and if you just uh, just today, uh, I, I saw, ding, uh, I saw the picture. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> that picture, picture I forgot. And yeah, it's there was a list of names uh-huh. uh, of guys who are. In uh, uh, national team of uh, of MMA, okay, in Russia for Russia, yeah, all Dagestan, yeah, wow, all Dagestan. People. Every guy is Dagestan. Every guy is, is, is Dagestan. That's amazing. Every guy, I don't know, man. They they they're crazy about MMA right now. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't know. There are some. There are you know in Islam, it's uh, kind of prohibited. Uh, to punch uh, okay. in the face. Okay. Oops. But, so yeah, there were <laughs> there were some uh, s- s- some people who are against it. Right. Sure. Uh, but most well, of, most of Dagestanis they're crazy about. It's MMA. interesting. We talk about Lesginka all all the time, and there are some people who practice Islam in a way they understand that yeah. music is forbidden. Yeah, there is no music in Islam. Or dance. There is no dance. In but. Islam. Then there's others who say, huh. "Well, there is." Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. People, people just do it. <laughs> but you, so you grew up wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I was making wrestling. Yeah, and you were good. Nah, not at all. <laughs> well, you gave someone like a two second example in my house and almost uh, threw me on the ground. Yeah, not yeah, that but, I'm that hard to throw uh, on the ground. Let's be serious, honest. Man, that's a serious. <laughs> But that, that's pretty typical, right? Like that yeah. would be the because, like in the U.S., people grow up playing baseball, basketball, football. Soccer's no. gotten popular. Soccer, Soccer's gotten soccer, more popular. Yeah, uh, soccer is is okay, but we we don't have you know 
baseball. And no, all the right, but so, but in Dagestan, it'd be like you grew up doing what wrestling, boxing, or MMA. Or, yeah, is think, it that kind I of thing? I think every every boy in Dagestan, he wow. once he just <laughs> he just uh, went to to the gym of wrestling, and he mm. he was uh, he was uh, wrestling. What if they're like really skinny kids who aren't athletic? What do they do? <laughs> Those kids uh, don't exist in Dagestan. No, <laughs> no. There, there are. I mean, I was skinny. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I was skinny. But I don't know. They just, you, you know what? In Dagestan, they really respect you when you just. Uh, so, for example, there is a conflict between U.S. and some guy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No matter who win. You just have to fight. Uh-huh. Wow! If you pass, I mean, no respect for you. No wow. respect. So uh, it, if you it, choose not no, to fight, yeah, wow. I mean, it doesn't matter. You win or you lose, you just have to fight. Wow! And this is the main point. Yeah, here. yeah. So is it like that this is, in the whole Caucasus, or is that just Dagestan? Uh, it's, it's all all Caucasus, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But I've heard that spe- especially about Dagestan. About Dagestan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, growing up in the streets, you know, you always fight. It's a, it's okay. Like that does sound <laughs> like straight out of content. on everyday basis, you know. <laughs> it's, it's 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 quite okay. Man, wow. Yeah. Cool. You're a better man for it. You're here today. Transformed yourself from that skinny boy that you once were, Hassan. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what uh, they say in Dagestan? Uh, uh, may I say it in Russian? Yeah, of course. Please. Uh, wow, we're both sitting here blinking, like, oh, the main I'm trying to conjugate yeah, is, okay. The main is not this, the body, no, it's not the body of lion, uh-huh. ah, it's the spirit, but the spirit of uh, the eagle. Ah, wow, yeah. yeah. So, say it again. The the, the uh, most important главное, thing, that's a so. The most important thing isn't the greatest thing isn't the body of a lion, but the spirit of the eagle. Yeah. Woo! That's yeah. amazing. That yeah. makes me want to get a tattoo of an eagle, man. Sorry. Wow. Dagestan, Very cool. I've Dagestan, never heard Dagestan that before. Philosophy. <laughs> so, whose whose proverb is that? It, you said it in Russian, but is that's not a Russian proverb? I don't know. I, I've just seen it uh, in the internet. <laughs> it's a <laughs> meme, on, on actually. The internet, yeah. <laughs> it's only this uh, I mean, this but, year. That's but where we get all popular. our content. Too. It's kind of popular. Wow, man! Um, I like yeah. that. Cool. So, if you are, you know, if you're a big, strong guy in Dagestan, uh-huh. and you just you you attend a gym, some, some yeah. gym, and yeah, you right. just, I mean, uh, doing workout, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's nothing in Dagestan. In and of it, right? Nothing. It's so, just what everybody does. Yeah. It's just normal. Yeah, but the thing that's important is the, like the the soul. The soul, yeah. The spirit. The spirit. Spirit, yeah. The, and, and what is the spirit of the eagle? Can you describe it? Uh, you know, Habib Nurmagomedov. <laughs> what a question! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I feel like he's that. he's an eagle. <laughs> he's an eagle. <laughs> he's an eagle. Yeah. They how he so could, eagles wear papajas. That's the first thing. <laughs> No, I got it. Yeah. I got it. If you're just tuning in and the so, first first thing you heard was, what is the spirit of the eagle? Yeah, you know, just... Let us clarify. <laughs> there's, there's history to that question. <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's just never give up. And that's yeah, all. Yeah. Never give up. Mm. Do whatever, what, what, what you can do and just never give up. 
Yeah, I'm a tiger, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I've never heard that quote before. We got we to gotta get down to Dagestan. <laughs> so bad, man. Dying to get there. That's yeah, awesome. We'll get there. I'm going to take, uh, take my uh, buff friend Hassan with me <laughs> to protect me <laughs> along the way. But, Andrew, it doesn't, you know, it's, what's most important is not the body of a lion. It's the that's spirit right. of Nathan. I'm going to, that's right. I'll have a guy with a body of a lion with me. <laughs> Just in case. Uh, and then know. I'll exercise. It's not the most important, but it's not bad. It's okay. I wish I, wish I had a, that body of a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Man, there's so much we could talk about, about Dagestan. Um, the first time I actually ever came to the Caucasus uh, was to Dagestan and to, the, to Russia, actually. And uh, I spent some time among the Tabasaran people. Um, but uh, has some time you mean half a couple half, months? Couple, couple months. months. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it has yeah. a special place in my heart as well. Um, so, well, Hassan, let us wrap up this interview. We asked all our guests this question: If there's one thing you could tell the world about the North Caucasus, what would you say? Okay, it's very hospitable. Hmm. Uh, outgoing and uh, the safest place in the world. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That deserves another interview. Yeah. I know we have, a, we have a bad reputation maybe. Yeah. Yeah, for, uh, I would just want to say that just don't be afraid of learning some new. So just Google, just Google it. I mean, uh, on the net. Just, yeah. just read about Dagestan, just read about other republics, and you'll find that it's, I mean, people, people, I mean, it's right now, uh, these republics are flourishing. Mm. So that's awesome. Yeah. We, uh, through the tour company that I'm a part of, we recently had some tourists that spent four days in Dagestan, and they were mainly in the mountains. And when they drove out of the mountains, they stopped at a gas station, driving back to, back to Mahachkala. And uh, another person there at the gas station, I think, heard them speaking English. And he came over and uh, through the translator, when he found out that they were Americans, he invited all of them to his house right then for tea. Uh, but I think that, like you said, Dagestanis are very hospitable people. Yeah. Um, I think that embodies Dagestani yeah, people. I, I think it's a, a kind of co- common uh, character. Characteristic. Characteristic for mm. all uh, republics mm-hmm. in yeah. the Caucasus. Yeah. Yeah, so. Can I just ask you, yeah. I mean, if someone heard you, if someone asked you to ex- explain a little bit what you mean is the safest place in the world, because <laughs> that is definitely um, not what the message a lot of people get. Yeah. What do you, why would you say that? Because I know there are some stereotypes now it's not uh, not not actual stereotypes but it was it, it is what what we've uh, uh i mean we are done with all these uh-huh. past, past past events things. past yeah. events yeah we are done and yeah that's interesting yeah and right now people i mean regular people they just they just leave uh smile they i mean live as as people in in other countries, yeah. like I, f- I found in America. A, I don't know if I said this on a, on the podcast yet. I found a, a while ago. I found a wiki wiki voyage page, which is its own website. You know, uh-huh. and the wiki sites, Wikipedia, anyone can edit them. 
Yeah. There's certain rules you have to follow. Yeah. And and I was looking at this page, and so let me just say it this way: it must not have been updated since like 2002. I mean, yeah. The information there was so so negative and so inaccurate. Well, and plus laced with like emotions and that, sarcasm. Right. I mean, it was like powerfully negative and it was like someone had an agenda and I thought, okay, some of these things at some point in history. Yeah. Over the last 20 years, definitely they reflect some truth, yeah. but like let's, so let's get in there and, and edit this. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I think what you said is right. Hassan, uh, the stereotypes are rooted in past history and most of the storylines that are told today about the North Caucasus are still rooted in the past mm-hmm. history. And it, like you said, needs to be edited and updated in people's minds mm-hmm. that things have changed mm-hmm. for the better. Well, Hassan, thanks for joining us. It was awesome. Uh, thanks for the invitation. <laughs> more Dagestan interviews. I know this, this, this is the tip of the iceberg yeah, that Dagestan sure. is a, uh, an iceberg that needs to be <laughs> cracked and like dug into more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hope so. I- Hope we, uh, I will come one more time. <laughs> or we'll come to you. Oh, we'll come and, yeah. and you can show us around. Okay. No problem, man. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Hassan. Man, Hassan, thank you so much again. That was really great. And, you know, I really do hope, Eli, that we we are able to get some more Dagestanis on this uh, podcast because... Well, I mean, that was like a dr- drop in the bucket. Well, that's why we joked about it, you know, getting interviewing all the nations in the North Caucasus is sort of like a lifelong project. So <laughs> we we did have to lump Dagestan down into one fella. But uh, yeah, we're really grateful to him. And yeah, we'll just keep our like keep our eyes open for more, you know? There'll be hey, more you know opportunities. What? If if you're a an Avar or a Lesgin or a Lak. Keep it going. Tabasaran. Keep it going. <laughs> uh, or a Dargin. Or I'll keep going if you want me to. But if you are a Dagestani of a different nationality, if you're out there listening right now. We would love to hear from you. Yes. Maybe you could be our next Dagestani guest. All right. So anyways, uh, thanks for listening. That was, I think, our fourth in their own words. Is that right? That sounds right. Yeah. Russia, Circassian. Third. That was our third. Third, third yeah, of third. maybe 33 we're going to do. <laughs> that was a joke. If we get to 13, we'll be very happy. <laughs> um, anyways, um, thanks for listening. Yes. Like always, uh, reach out to us on our Facebook page. Email us, podcast at caucustalk.com. We love hearing from you. Uh, this was episode 32 of Caucus Talk your source for culture, history, and tourism in the North Caucasus mountains of Russia. We'll see you when you get here.